Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome back to Yeah, I Went There. I am Carrie L. Johnson, and this is where I talk about the stuff that will probably make you a little bit uncomfortable. I am well-versed in pain and shame and mental illness, and in the last few months, I just decided to say screw it to all of the things that embarrassed me and share these things openly with the world because it's been in sharing my recovery and in sharing my pain and shame that I've really been able to heal in a way that I did not realize was possible. And today I want to talk about the wisdom of our bodies. Um, I woke up this morning really excited for the work week. I mean, I had a four-day weekend over Thanksgiving, and it was restful, and it was mostly peaceful. It was really fun. Uh, But when I got out of bed this morning, I had a fever. Um, I didn't sleep that great last night, but I didn't realize that it was because of the fever until I got out of bed. And it's not that bad. I actually don't feel awful, um, but I can physically feel myself just kind of lagging behind. So I decided to stay in bed today and uh, just kind of, you know, feed myself well and, and get some rest. And I think we are all pretty well versed in knowing that we need to do that when we're sick, when we wake up with a fever or with the flu um, or with, you know, just a, a simple sickness that might knock us off our feet for a few days, or even in this case, it'll probably be one day and I'll be fine tomorrow. We all know that we need to rest. But something that maybe we don't think about as often is when we have issues like binge eating disorder, like I had for more than 20 years. I had binge eating disorder for decades and I tried all sorts of things to get over it. Um, I did eventually reach recovery when I was 26 years old with a lot of emotional help, a lot of spiritual help, um, and a lot of support from, from people I loved. But my body knew what was up. Um, binge eating disorder was not something I chose and I actively tried to work against the behaviors of binging on a regular basis and I failed dramatically all of the time. Um, but my body knew what was up. There was great wisdom in my body and there were boundaries. There were personal boundaries that I had but wasn't honoring. And I had had these boundaries my whole life. I had had deep sensitivity toward sound, toward touch, toward um, you know, my, my personal understanding of who I was and, versus who I was told that I was. Um, there were all sorts of very, very sensitive, tender parts of myself that uh, were crossed or were not honored, um, largely because I didn't know that I had these sensitivities. And I would often act out. Um, definitely as a kid, but even in my adulthood, um, I look back on when my binge eating disorder was the worst, which it started at four years old. Um, And when it was the worst is when I was really not honoring my body saying no, the personal boundaries that I had. and, and, And I was sick. I was sick because of it. And you know, when you have an eating disorder or a mental illness that you can't really get away from, It just is part of your life and you're trying to recover, but you're still expected to work, uh, to wake up in the morning and go to work and to make money and to take care of your kids. You know, there's there's not much of a break unless you are suicidal or physically harming people. And I never was that. 
Um, Not to mention, I never was diagnosed with a binge eating disorder because the doctors that I pursued said I didn't look like I had an eating disorder. And they said I should look into body dysphoria instead, which I definitely had. Um, But I also definitely had binge eating disorder and I was just alone in my struggle um, to get over it. So I know now, four years after uh, being in consistent recovery, that I needed to take a rest, but nobody was telling me to take a rest. In my sickness, I needed to step away from the expectations that had been put on me, that I had adopted for myself, the expectations to be a certain woman who is very kind and to do certain things that women do, like take care of everyone around her. And there were these expectations that I had adopted And it was the expectations themselves and me trying to fulfill these expectations that made me so sick. I didn't need to be taking care of everybody around me. I didn't need to be putting everybody's needs above my own. I needed to be taking care of myself because I was sick. But when you're sick in invisibility, nobody tells you that. And when nobody sees what you are seeing when nobody sees your struggle, there's really a strong level of self-advocacy that you need. And I did not have it. So I struggled for a long time, for decades, in fact, until I was so sick that I broke. Um, It was my spirituality that broke. And in a really wonderful turn of events, I saw that my particular belief system was fueling shame and it was fueling these expectations that I had put on myself, and it was keeping me from recognizing the personal boundaries that I had and that were keeping me sick in this binge eating disorder. Um, Once I broke and once I stepped away from that particular belief system and really started identifying the cognitive dissonance um, and addressing what I believed versus what my reality was, Once I I got to that place, I started to heal and I started to get better. And I'm still to this day healing and resting and recovering. And I'm, I'm so very thankful for my recovery. But if you find yourself dealing with addiction or with mental illness, um, first of all, have support. Definitely uh, trained support is where you want to be getting a lot of your direction from. Um, whether that's through therapy or a psychiatrist, through your doctor, whatever it is, definitely be getting trained support. But also recognize that your body probably is giving you messages. There's great wisdom in your body, and you can honor those. Um, When you feel like you're not doing a good enough job at what you're supposed to be doing, pay attention to that. Is this a job that you have because you think that everybody around you wants to have it? Or is it a job that you honestly want? If you feel like you have to be taking care of everybody else to have purpose, think about that. If you are dealing with addiction, a lot of the time you can trace back addictive tendencies toward taking care or expecting yourself to take care of other people while neglecting your own needs and your own bodies, boundaries. This is a complex topic and I know it's vague, but it's a big one. And I don't know very many people that are talking about it. Um, 
Dr. Gabor Mate, if I am saying that correctly, wrote a book called When the Body Says No, and it is all about this topic. And he has given me the most knowledge, specifically in the mind-body connection. Um, He is a doctor, and he has been researching the mind-body connection and how dishonoring our body's boundaries by our body saying no and dishonoring it, we make ourselves sick. Um, and it manifests in all sorts of illnesses. It's a great book worth reading. Um, He also has a bunch of videos on YouTube of, uh, you know, he was a keynote speaker, or he was interviewed, or he just made videos himself, and they're definitely worth looking at. Um, He talks about more than just illness. He talks about parenthood a lot, and how we speak to our children. Um, It's in childhood that we learn to neglect our boundaries. For me, I was, I most often got in trouble for hitting or taking things um, that belonged to my siblings. And obviously those behaviors are not appropriate. So discipline was appropriate. But unfortunately, instead of um, dealing with conflicts that I had when I was a kid, by looking at personal boundaries, looking at what rules I had that were broken, um, instead, I, I just got disciplined and told that I was selfish and self-centered, and that is how I learned to turn off my, my recognition of my personal boundaries, because I wanted to be selfless, and I wanted to be others-centered. Yet kids know when they get angry. They know when somebody crosses their boundary and touches them, it makes them mad if they don't want to be touched. They know if their stuff gets taken and someone didn't ask permission, they know that, and it makes them mad. Um, we have to teach our kids how to behave in society and how to be polite and how to be kind. But what is more important to me is helping my kids understand what their personal boundaries are and helping them honor it in an appropriate way. Because when we recognize our personal boundaries and when we recognize our body saying no, we are so much more prepared to be giving of ourselves and loving of ourselves from a healthy place. Four years post binge eating disorder, I am in a health, the healthiest place I've ever been in my life, emotionally and physically. Um, but emotionally, I am able to share now out of a desire to share, not out of an obligation to share because it's what I think I'm supposed to do. I'm able to take care of people now in a way that I really, really want to take care of people and animals and the earth because. I'm healthier and I, I see a desire for that. Whereas before I was doing it because that's what I was supposed to do. As a good God-honoring woman and a good dutiful wife and a good mother, there were the all of these, these obligations and, um, and expectations that were reeked in judgment. And my body could not maintain that. And so it binged naturally. And I tried to fight against it, but it wasn't until I was able to identify my body's boundaries that things really changed. Um, I encourage you to seek help today if you do notice behaviors that are not honoring you or other people. If you notice uh, just patterns of harmful behavior, seek out support and pay attention to your body. Literally, in the exact moment of irritation or frustration or resentment, check in with your body. Do a mindfulness meditation and see where you're feeling anger or frustration or resentment and think about what's causing it 
and see if you don't have a boundary that was crossed. You're allowed to say no. You're allowed to take care of yourself before taking care of other people, and you will be healthier and happier for it. So that's all I'm going to say about that today. Um, Definitely follow along as I'm continuing to figure this out for myself. Um, Emotional health is so incredibly important, and people don't talk about the uncomfortable things because it sounds like we're talking about negative things. But if we want to be nice and if we want to share positivity with the world, we got to talk about this stuff because it's happening. And it's happening for a lot of people in silence. But I'm not going to be silent about it anymore. So thank you all for listening and check back tomorrow because I know I'll have more to say. Maybe not about this exact topic, but definitely about pain and shame and embarrassment and the things that nobody else is talking about. I'm going to talk about them here. Thank you all for listening. Subscribe to my podcast, definitely rate it, and follow me along on all the social media things. Have a good one.